high ally. It is nice. Nice. It's okay. I mean, it was a it was the gas station option. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't have the slot for the juice force was empty. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Probably because of me. You know. <laughs> Single-handedly keeping them in business. Although yeah. I must say, like I, I ended up with some of that somehow, um, and it is, it is it's, really good. It's really good. It's delightful. It's as like a standard option that oh, is sure. ready, that is like available in most gas stations. It's, it's the best choice. Yes, it's very good. Um, but I do also have some interstellar bursts at the house then oh cool mm -hmm. they just released they just like last weekend i think yeah it was uh this past weekend yeah yeah just this past weekend they released it for their winter release i try to save those for you know not just like friday night drinks or some shit yeah i've got a couple saint bernardus in the cabinet that i oh very nice so what i'm saying though is that like i can see the chunks of the dairy on the side of that thing and like it's so good it's i just i feel like it would wipe me out completely like if i needed a you know a cleanse or something sure i would take a sip but i feel like i'm good man how is it with the barley wine it's very good yeah would you like to try it i'll give it a try is that not just like cheese no it's great but dude. like look at it is that it's the it's, it's all foam it's the fo it creates foam isn't that what cheese is i think i don't good. know man you can't tell me that's not cottage cheese right there it, it's it's not it's not quite curdled. It's just no. a stiff foam. Yeah. I know. I know. I hear you. All right. There's a difference. I, I mean it's not coagulated casing uh, proteins. Right? Uh, it's, it's, no, that would be kind of gross. Yeah. You 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 uh -huh. by the way uh -huh. messed tell, me up for life. Tell me about it. The other day. Yeah. When you okay. told me about mold and bread. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. 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 Cause <laughs> like I, you know, because like a lot of times, you, you know, tear like off the moldy bit. Well, no, or like just throw that one piece away. Usually it's just like the top piece of bread in the sure. loaf or whatever. And like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I go through these stints where like you forget that mold creates roots and stuff like that. Well, like it's kind of a thing. So like I go through these stints where I'm like, you know, I'm having a sandwich like five times a day. Yeah. And then, you know, that happens for like a week or whatever. And then uh -huh. I'm tired of sandwiches and I don't do that again for like two yeah. weeks or whatever. I understand. So then there will be like, half or three quarters of a loaf of bread in my cupboard and then i want a sandwich again like right now right so i'll go and get that loaf of bread and like the top loaf or the top slice has like some a green little spots bit of, yeah sure just like on the face of the top of the piece that's on top or like around the edges or whatever and i'll be like sweet thanks you thank you for insulating the rest of my loaf being and the like, shield yeah just throw that one away and like I've, you know, the rest of it tastes fine. You know, I've never mm -hmm. tasted anything wrong with the rest of my smell bread it too. What you can usually, if it's moldy, you can usually kind of smell it a little bit too. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like if it's just that one slice, like I've never noticed a smell. But then you come along mm -hmm. over here, <laughs> and you're trying to tell me that yeah, that the, shit burrows in there. That well, the the mycelia of the of the fungus actually grow through the whole thing, and by the time but, you, by the time you see that green mold, the Basically, the entire thing is full. It, even if it's just like a little bit on that one first piece mm -hmm. of bread. By the time you're trying to tell me by that, by the like, time you see it, it has grown, probably grown through most of the loaf of bread. And you know what? 
It's probably fine. I mean, I'm not dead. Yeah. Right? I'm and saying I've been that. doing that my whole life. Yeah. It's probably fine. It's ri- it's risk first reward, just like everything else. It's like know? eating cookie raw cookie dough. Yeah. Well, but that's like that's a risk that I would have liked to have known about. You know, like I'm not that's necessarily reasonable. sure that like why isn't that something that we learn? Or was that something we learned in high school? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> like, you know, the you know, whatever is the powerhouse of the cell, I can't even remember that now. <laughs> the, the mitochondria. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why we didn't learn that. But to be fair, I have spent I have spent the last fifteen ish years of my life studying food and yeah. food science and stuff like that. So I mean, that makes sense that you would know that because of that. Yeah. I mean, am I just an idiot for assuming that the rest of the bread would be fine? Like, not, not at all. I, I almost want to go like on Reddit and just be like, "How many of you idiots knew this?" You know. I think most people would be like, sure, but like, who cares? It's like, like I said, it's like eating raw ice or uh, cookie dough. Like, yes, you could theoretically get salmonella because it is technically get, get, raw. E- get what? Did I add a syllable? You did. It's salmonella. There you go. There you go. Which I always remember because Billy Jew, every time we would go to either G-Force or Laser Quest, the man's screen name at either of those events would be Sal Manella. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't remember that. You don't remember that at all, really? <laughs> no, that's classic. That's like his G-Force thing. That's, that's really awesome. funny. That's epic. That was back before he was like our friend and when he was our friend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you guys been to his house? Man, I mean, I, I know. You, like... I haven't talked to Billy in a really long time and it makes me feel really bad. I mean, they've been busy with shit. I'm uh, sure. You know, he's... They've got a second grandkid now. Well, I mean, that doesn't really directly affect... No, but I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's a um, thing. Because, like, one or both of you helped him, like, erect some of that Oh, garage, yeah, we right? both did. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to be there. I, I think I had my kids that weekend or something, but... The... Have you seen it since it's been finished? Yes. Okay. Uh, I've been in it a, in it a couple of times. Um, it's still, it still, it needs power and water run to it. Yeah. Um, and I think, unfortunately, like, it took so long and went so over budget that he's kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, he's definitely taking a break from spending money on it. Like, yeah, he's... He, he's... They're... They are focusing on the house at this point. Last... That, and I think he's just kind of, and, and they've, he, the last time I talked to him, which was probably when I saw him in person, was probably like six months ago, but they were ta- he was talking about like potentially wanting to move. And I was oh, like, what? my guy, you just built this garage mahal. Like this, that would be crazy if you decided to move, but you know. And also, if you decide to move, please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't know. I will figure. Sure. I will figure something yeah, out. Sure, surely that house is worth like millions. These I don't know. I uh, I don't know about that, but yeah. I don't remember when I was up there. It was it was a, f- a couple of months ago, a few months ago. I don't remember. He definitely didn't bring up moving, but he showed me around the whole place. It's rad. You know, it's it's incredible, and the stuff that he's done. Yeah, just on his own sense, like of all the landscaping built. and yeah. like tree management, and, and he's stuff. like moving all this earth around, you know, with this Kubota that he's got. 
He's got his is just money's like worth out of that thing. So typical old man Billy. You know, like <laughs> I, I never ever expected anything else. Nobody give Billy a tractor because he <laughs> will change the world with it. Well he like he like dozed out trails in his woods. Oh yeah. For them to yeah. hike through and shit. It's rad. And like dude. found a car back there or something. It was like a Buick or something. Uh yeah, I think they had to get it towed out and yeah. junked. And so like when I when I was up there, he was talking about just doing the the water himself. And you know he was still talking about having to get power run and everything, but they yeah. were they had like just discovered that they had some mold in their house. Oh, so it was like okay, we spent Switch. all this money on the garage. Now it's time to like get, yeah. let's get the house right. Let's fix up the kitchen. Let's and that's you know. So I I actually I ended up selling him like we had got this storage unit that had a bunch of S thirteen stock parts like. Oh stock control arms and uh tie rods and stuff That's like pretty that, cool. that like somebody like they were in boxes for fancy parts i don't remember the name of the brand like somebody had obviously like, like done takeoffs done their suspension and like put their parts in these boxes you know and he was like yeah that's all that's great for like race car spares you know I'll throw them in the the tool trailer or whatever and bring them with me to the track so i hope he gets back out there at something like maybe next year yeah, that'd be, that'd me too. Really cool. So badly wanted to see yeah. him come out to the track. That would be a lot of fun. I mean, I say that like I've been to the track. Ever. We'll get there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know. The last track cross of the year is literally this Sunday. It's so disappointing. Mm. At same Dominion. Days. Yeah, same. It's the same day as the Fortunato Open House. Ooh, are you going or? Yeah, I'm going to the Fortunato Open House. You're not going to the track cross. Mm-mm. Why? Uh, I mean, like you just like over. You don't do you do track crosses anymore? If or? you go to do a track cross, oh, well, I will go. Okay, but like I'm, I'm kind of over. Unless, unless, like, unless a bunch of my coworkers are also going, I'm, mm. I'm no, I'm good. If you've kind of graduated past, yeah, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at this point, it'd be a good like test day. But like, I'm good. Mm. Yeah. Although I do need. Uh, do you want me to talk about any track stuff? Because I've it's it's been really track heavy the last like, yeah, and long I know time. that there's like a ton of stuff that I've missed and things that I don't know. So I do want to hear about that shit. Okay. Do we want I, to talk? I about... can do it real quick. Go okay. for it. So a couple months ago, I went to a track day, a single track day at um, it was just Saturday at Dominion with Washington D.C. SCCA. Uh, I love that group. That's a great group to run with. Um, but it was. Literally the same weekend that the tropical storm was passing over. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was driving back from Maine through that shit. It was raining its ass off yeah. all day. And uh, I went out there on my extremely old, extremely worn, extremely heat-cycled RT660s and uh, did okay for the first two sessions, or first session. Um, I even passed a Mercedes uh, AMG GT, which is pretty cool to pass a car nice. that's worth like, I don't know, $200,000. Um, but then literally the very next lap, I went, yeeted myself off of turn three through a ditch and destroyed the splitter that had only been on the car for two events. And now I need to rebuild it a third time. <laughs> Do you know what happened? Was it just... It just, it just, I, I, the back end came out and I like, I was like, I had it, I had it, I had it, I had it. And then it cut and it like gripped up and spun me off the other way Mm. through the ditch. So Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like you braked too hard or like there was a, you know, weight transfer situation. It was just like, I still don't have the innate reflex to 
in a front wheel drive car when you're sliding, slam your foot on the gas to let the front like, yeah, end pull okay. you through. Because even even like with an open diff, it's not that effective. Um, but yeah, I smashed I smashed up my my splitter that was pretty brand new. I had just rebuilt it two events prior. Um, so now I'm I'm it's mostly done. I just have to like position it under the car and mark where the brackets need to mount to the splitter now. Um, that'll get done before Fortunato because the car looks so stupid without a splitter on it. <laughs> it looks real dumb it's without really a weird. splitter. Um, yeah, I think actually last time I was on this podcast, we were talking about you were trying to find quick releases or something for the yeah, splitter. Yeah, I still have those. I, I might use them again in the future, but they were out of stock for, like, I have two of them, and to make the, that style work, I need four, mm-hmm. really, and I haven't bought the other two just because they're expensive. And I are, They're not salvageable off of the damaged splitters? Actually, they are. The, the, oh, okay. the quick release, the, the eBay quick yeah, releases yeah, yeah. that were on it, I was able to, I'm, I think we'll be fine. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice. Yeah, they're they're tough, but uh, yeah. So I'm rebuilding that. Hopefully, that'll be done for Sunday, um, and I'll take the Corolla down to Fortunato. Now that I actually have a car that has Fortunato products on yeah, it, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I regret never getting the R31 up to the Fortunato. Mm, that would have been else. a good one. That's well, a, I mean, that it, was had, a it was the only car that I've ever had fortunes on. Are but... you are you going to be like in the show? No, no, are no. You're no, just going to show like, up. Just going to show up. Okay. It's been a while since I've been there. I don't know how they how they do it. Anymore. I know um they have like a couple of vendors they've been like advertising that are going to be there as like I guess event sponsors or like just other vendors that are going to be there. Yeah. Night Run Garage is one of them, which is oh. pretty cool. So, good for good for Chris and all them for for getting out there and I uh uh Dress Up Bolts I think is going to be there. I think the Gears and Gasoline guys are going to be there again because they're all, they're all sponsored by Fortune. Chris is also like the president of Dress Up Bolts, like that was his thing. The guy that owns Fortunato, he also owns oh, Dress uh, Up Bolts. Does he really? I think I'm pretty sure that's did that's not know that accurate. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just as a total off topic, like Night Run Garage is still like the the greatest thing that I think that's ever happened to Richmond. I My mean, dad just spent a lot of money with him. Really yeah. on the ESC? Yeah. He Good. Did, he got like, like all of like all of the maintenance done over there and it was a lot of money but well, it, it was oh he was like who who he asked me he was like who would you like prefer that I, who should i take this to and i was like absolutely take it to night run those guys all know what they're doing i mean yes that's true but like that's also the kind of place that you go if you like i wouldn't i don't think that i would necessarily go there for maintenance because there are other you know japanese shops in town that could have done the maintenance just as well probably but that's the kind of shop Chris that you go to Chris is a Lexus Master Tech though yeah. so i like trust them to to really well, know what yeah. they're doing and i guess i'm just saying like that's the kind of place that you go to where you know that you're not going to be charged by the hour right because it's they like charged by the hour like any other shop i guess i'm saying like what am i trying to say like it's like a white glove scenario, you know, where it's like they they don't they won't put a price on it based on the hour because they want to make sure they're they're more focused on doing it right and clean and proper and making sure that everything is better when you get it back. Like especially for the techs, like they don't I I don't know this to be true, but like I don't it's, imagine it's that not, the techs it's get not paid a, by the hour. Like it's not a high turnover shop, so it's like you you take your car there and you know that it's the people that are working there 
want to be working there and are passionate and they want to take their cars. time on it i guess right is what I'm saying. they want to get so. it's this kind it's the kind of shop that will get it right rather than just kind of try to power through it and get yeah. to the next car right um which they did and my dad was very happy with their with their service and the car's running great so yeah i mean that's cool yeah i wanted to work there real bad for a while it's very small. It's only two. I, I think it's two or three lifts. Like it's pretty small. Well, they bought they they have expanded uh, not, somewhat recently. I think didn't they buy? They bought like the shop next to them or something because mm, now they're doing. The last time I was there was last July, so July twenty twenty two, and it was still just one okay. section in that warehouse. I thought street. I had seen that they had expanded because they're they're like they keep up like you know on Instagram they keep talking about like now we can do these makes and models and like. You know, if you if you want the same kind of service that you have for your Toyota, you know, now we can do you you know, for I think it was like Mercedes was their most recent one. Oh, I have not I have not kept up with that, I suppose. But all all I can say is my, my dad was very happy with the, the service he received there. And Chris is Chris is a good guy. I highly recommend that run garage if you have a Oh yeah, I mean just cool. follow their Instagram because they, they do crazy shit with third gen supers, which are still like my favorite. If I ever aspired to own, if I was to go out of my way to shop for another project car, it would be a third gen super. Absolutely. There's still like a, a kind of trashed one is still kind of affordable if it's not a turbo. I saw someone else owns your Cressida wagon now. Did you know that? Mine? Yeah. Specifically? I think so. I mean, it's had like three owners since me. So who has it? Oh, now? okay. I, I, I didn't realize that the guy that bought it from you had sold it. Yeah, the guy that um, bought it for me sold it almost immediately. Oh, really? Um, and I think the guy that he sold it to sold it again. And the last guy that I spoke to on Instagram that had it had changed it quite a bit. Yeah. It has an Explorer rear axle now, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, And I think it has a 1J swap, and it has a different front bumper. But the car is still the same. It's in the Midwest now. What? It still has all your stickers on the rear windows. Really? Do yeah. you have an Instagram handle or uh, anything? I, I followed it when I saw it come up. I don't know if I could remember how to find it now. You should just look up MX72 on Instagram. Um, and it like it doesn't run a front end at all anymore. Oh god damn it! I hate that. Um, and it I, it has a two JZ now. I knew it had some kind of JZ swap. Uh and I mean it's just it's just ripping. Like I mean it was so obviously your old car just because of like all the stickers and shit on the window. Yeah, that one doesn't have stickers. Um, all right, I'm like I'm like prowling now. Yeah, how do I like? Is there a way that I can look up? Dude, if I could find another my... one of those, I would buy it in an instant. I fucking miss that car. It's uh, it was so good. Yeah, it just like randomly came up in like a suggest, you know, like how like when you scroll through Instagram and it's like your feed has ended cuz that's, you know, that's the worst. I hate it so much. <sighs> but it still had the it stickers really hit... in the windows? Huh? It still had the stickers in the quarter windows? Yeah. I'm uh... going to find it. Yeah, when you get notifications like that on Instagram, that's when you know that you're just like. Unless the guy doesn't wow, know I'm, what I am depressed. Is. Like I just I've been scrolling for so long. Yeah, that car was that car was fun. It I, was cool. I don't I don't necessarily miss selling or regret selling it because it allowed me to buy the Corolla, but that was a very cool car. And I mean, like, unless you were going to drift it, like, it never would have been a good track car. You know? Oh no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. No. But it was it was undoubtedly probably the coolest car I've ever owned, I would think. I think it's cooler than the MR2. The MR2 is the only other thing that might be cooler than it. No, I think that the wagon was cooler than the MR2. I'm just trying to remember like what else you've owned. The Corolla is the only other cool old thing, really. 
And I had an X8 Cressida briefly that yeah, I did not Yeah, like. that definitely wasn't cooler. That's, it's, you... it's between the MR2, the Cressida, and the Corolla, basically. It might be cooler than the MR2. It was definitely weirder. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, the but... MR2, they actually made quite a bit of first-gen MR2s, not necessarily supercharged ones, but, like, yeah, I the Cressida wagons are rare. I mean, I would agree that it was rarer and weirder than the MR2, but I don't know that I would say that it was cooler. Um, because, like, the allure of the Cressida wagon was that it was, like, non-negotiably not cool, right? Like, it was... it like was stock? A, yeah, just oh, like... Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a, a Cressida car. wagon is, like, the opposite of a cool car. But I put... But that's why you... I put that's a manual transmission awesome. and a limited slip yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that limited slip worked, too, let me tell you. That would do burnouts like nobody's business. Really? Even with the... Oh, yeah. The, it had the five, five, seven, 5M, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, especially in the rain. Like, you would slide that thing yeah. all over the place. The, the 5Ms the are torquey, you I, know, dude, for, that, for what they were. That engine does not make a lot of power, but they sound so... And they look good. Go- oh, Almost beautiful. undoubtedly the best looking... It looks I mean, like, like a Jaguar engine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, unless you, like, get into the old Jaguar, like the old Ferrari like an engines. Like an old Jag E-type. Yeah, yeah. That's what the engine looks like. Yeah. I love, I love that engine. I mean, my, my favorite, like, uh, you know, my favorite kinds of cars are the ones that are not cool. Like, sure. Like the opposite of cool cars. Like, I mean, the, the Corona, the what? The Corona's pretty cool. It's not cool. Nobody wanted that car. That's why they, that's why it didn't exist. The Corona, the Trooper. Oh, the tr- uh, no, troopers are sought after now. now. They now. were not cool back in the day. I you suppose. know, they were they were utility vehicle. The troopers mm-hmm. a good example, I would say. Yeah. Um, the, the Audi wagon, the Audi the, wagon, the two hundred that I had was just the least cool car that you could have. Like that was the car that the businessman dad had to buy because he had to take his kids to school on his way to the office and he hated every second of all of it like answering that car phone you know with like just just like despair in his voice you know and his soul is crushed exactly (laughs) he's got to go sell brake pads no, he had to go make transactions with China. Oh, nobody that drove. Nobody know. that drove an Audi 200 was selling brake. Pads. I was just thinking like like Tommy Boy or uh, Uncle Buck, where he's he's like a brake pads. Is it Uncle Buck or Tom or is it Tommy Boy? One Tom, of the two. He's Tom, a, Tommy Boy Tommy was the Boy. one where the he's guy like a brake pad salesman or something. I thought he owned like parts store or something. I mean, maybe brake pads. Is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Un, uncool, uncool cars, cars are, are cool. the the coolest cars yeah. f- for sure. You have one vehicle that is undoubtedly very cool. And very cool to drive. The fit, and it's the freaking suburban. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is this is the part where we talk about what you've been driving. Yeah. Since you wrecked yeah. the Rav4. So I got immediately after the accident. I got a Kia Soul. Uh, it could be uh, worse. I it guess. It could be worse. Could it? Yeah. It, yeah. Could, it absolutely could. It be could worse. have been a Nissan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Could have been yeah, a rogue. Could have been a cube. Could have been a rogue <laughs> or a kicks. I mean, honestly, like rogues. <sighs> no, they're terrible. Don't. They're not. No, no they're no. not good. But like, actually, they have every rogue that I've ever been in. He's always about to say nice things about a rogue. No, on, only one nice thing. They always had really good sound systems. Even the base model rogues have really good stereos, and I hate that because okay. they should be shit. 
Like, that's, I don't want to like that's any That's the aspect. only thing, the person that's buying that car, that is literally the only aspect of a car that that buyer cares about is sound system. 100%. You might be right. 100%. Even, like, Altimas, like, bad base model Altimas always kind of have, like, pretty good sound systems. He, here's this about that, though. I listen to books. <laughs> So, so it doesn't so matter. It doesn't anyways. matter anyway. <laughs> and if it's too bass heavy, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I could do a whole bit about the audio tuning that people do to rental car <laughs> stereos. Yeah. yeah. Oh my word! What are people doing? Like, I don't know. If you man. don't know what the setting does, don't change it. Don't change it. Well, you I don't think, need to. I think that's I, how it gets that way. It's like you know they press the buttons until they're like, okay, I give up, and then it's like so fucked up at that point that like, yeah. Why there's a shirt that says if you give them adjustable suspension they'll adjust it wrong and it has a picture of coilover and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Kia Soul, it was fine. It was fine. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good assessment. It had a, it had a comfortable seat. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it had and room storage space and storage space room for my toolbox. Um, <laughs> I. Also drove another Kia later. I'll get to that. I cannot stand the way Kia's cruise control system works. I don't know what it is about it, but I cannot. In every in every other vehicle, when when if you want to increase the speed, right, you hold the plus button. Yes. And the yeah. car begins to accelerate. Sure. And you let go of the plus button, and the car stays where it is. Is that true? Yes. Uh. Unless went... on a mo- on more modern cars, when you're literally adjusting like by a numerical digital mile per hour, that's what that's I thought. The only like, time I thought, it changes. I thought if you push put if you like push the plus button one time, it goes up by like one mile an hour, right? Not on older cars. Well, no. Like my Forerunner is not like that. The Suburban has cruise control, and yeah. it it is an absolute mystery. It's very like, vague. You just you hold it until it kind of like, you, you get a range of like 20 miles. Yeah, even when you set it, you, you get a range. <laughs> Vacuum-based cruise control. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. what it is. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. On every car that I've owned, when you hold the accelerate button, excel, you accelerate. Even the, even the, the GTI. You accelerate. With the manual, it is different too, because with the manual, it's not having to fiddle with transmission gearing and stuff. It's just accelerate or not. Sure. That's all it is. Fair enough. You you let go of the button and it stays where it is. In the Kia, in these modern cars, this is these are twenty nineteen and newer vehicles that I'm talking about. Probably, uh, you're adjusting a numerical value, so you hold that thing down and it just keeps climbing. And keeps you're at like 95. I accidentally set the cruise control at 105. (laughs) Just didn't like. So you're you're saying you're used to holding it until until you're at the speed, and then you let go. Like so, then you let go based on a sensation that you're having of going faster. Yeah, correct. Or or even looking at the speedometer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just oh, now I'm at 77. It'll basically stop at wherever you let go. It'll stop at that speed. Yes. So in the Kia, I let go at 77, but I've set it to 105. Because so it's it just going like one, two, three, four, five, five, like oh, wow. So, so the, the numerical, in, like, cha- changing of the numbers by holding the cruise control down is changing faster than the physical speed yes. of the yeah. vehicle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so couple that with the fact that when you do hit the button, it takes forever for the car to start accelerating. That's not no. surprising. 
Oh my! It's, it wasn't a slow car necessarily. I mean, they have like a turbo in them, right? Yeah, like a turbo three cylinder or something? something like that. Yeah. Mm, no. Like, no. No. The Rogues do. No. The new Rogues are turbo three cylinders. That. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, okay, that might be true. I don't know about that, but surely the Kia Soul still has the two point oh four cylinder. Oh, that's probably true. That they're having all those issues with. I don't know what it had yeah, to I mean, honestly. Who cares? Is there a non N Hyundai motor that's not having a lot of issues? No. Yeah, okay. Very, very frustrating experience. A couple of times I set the cruise control to like way too fast. Did it try to hit that number? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just keeps climbing. And I'm like, what is happening? Oh, yeah. Dumb That's probably thing. why they're having all those engine issues. Oh, potentially. <laughs> the The other thing that drove me crazy is that the, the in my in my opinion, in my design opinion, the buttons were the, the, the set and cancel buttons or the arm and cancel buttons and the accelerate and decelerate buttons should have been in the opposite positions. You want the accelerate button on the bottom? No, 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 no. The they're they were they're not the same size button. Oh, and so like the accelerate and decelerate buttons are the smaller ones that are out of the way. Oh, yeah, oh. no, that makes no sense. Yeah, it cancels the big one. Yeah, the can- cancel was the big one at the bottom, and the 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 arm, the cruise control button, which I don't even understand why that's a button. Yeah, a button? I, I don't either. It should be a toggle switch, like it is in the suburban. But um, yeah, that was the biggest button at the top. It's like, what are, what are we doing here, mm. Kia? Like, it, but that I realize that that is being very pedantic, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I the, mean, yeah. The second to criticize cars that we don't care about. <laughs> so that was that was the like right away. I got a I got a rental car because our insurance is not covering things and like it's just being weird. Um, I I gave that car back only a few days later, and uh. And and also because I was leaving on a vacation, it was a whole thing. I I rented a a car personally for a day, and a day and a half maybe. Um, it, it's it's a whole long thing. It's not even important. The point is, I had to get a different rental car. So I went and picked went to Enterprise. Uh, I booked like a standard size, whatever you know, the the not quite the cheapest one showed up and the uh girl's like walking you know she has the paper and we're walking out to the lot and she goes oh i don't uh i don't have any standard size so it's going to be an upgrade to a full size okay great she's like so i have i have a camry and i have a charger and she's like starting to walk towards the charger no no wrong i was like i'll take the camry she was like oh uh uh, okay and like turned around and walked the other way to the camry Yeah, yeah. I you know it's oh God. You know it's bad when you take a Camry over a rear wheel drive. No, it's uh-huh. not. It's a Charger. I know. Yeah. She, I mean, that's how bad she. But she knew this too. Like she was trying to give him the Charger because they it's know more manly. No, it's because it's that more. W- that was my interpretation. Of no, yeah. it's it's because it is more expendable than the Camry. Oh, maybe like, they want to keep the Camry for the guy who rented the premium sedan. Oh, and had to downgrade. Because you know that Maybe. dude is not going to take a charger. Maybe. Like he's going to fight about having to take a charger. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about all that. But. Uh, surely. I mean there's. Yeah, surely, I don't know. That's. Yeah. Whatever. But I got to drive a Camry for a few days. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's freaking sweet. Fuck yeah. I love those cars. Absolutely. I would, I would buy one to, <sighs> to run for work if it wasn't like 10 inches down into the trunk. Hmm. 
like I mean, that's good for most people. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, most. But, it is a nice sized trunk, but I yeah. also understand that like lifting a sixty pound toolbox yeah, out yeah, of that yeah. doesn't really work out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a cool car. Uh, Great car. I, f- I found out way too late that it does have uh, Android Auto, uh, but only wired. Oh yeah, yeah. So I like we were like on the way back to drop it off, and I plugged my phone in. I was like, God. Yeah, f-. yeah, yeah. I think most cars that have that feature from stock like they have to be wired right i mean because like if, if it's if android auto isn't wired in it has to be connected through like a wi-fi and a bluetooth connection so then usually you don't get wi-fi options in cars that aren't like super premium you know trims I don't know about all that, but the key is that I drove both had wireless. Really? Android Auto. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Maybe I'm just talking about my ass. I don't know. Yeah. So when I was in, uh, so I, I returned that Camry to leave for vacation nice. uh, and we went to LA and so I got to drive uh, Vance's Kia Nero, Kia Nero. Yeah. Hybrid. He's... Oh, it's, a... oh, okay. Yeah, so he has a Veloster, mm-hmm. and he has a Kia Nero mm-hmm. that he puts on Turo. Yeah, and so I called him. I was like, "Hey, can we can we get the Nero for you know ten days or whatever that we were out there?" Does he not still have the M3? No, he sold it. He did. Yeah, okay. He sold it kind of recently. Yeah, he had been mentioning that he was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, people had been abusing it. Well, I mean, naturally, if yeah. I was getting an M3 on yeah. Turo, yeah, I would be. Yeah, he um. He, I think he said he thought somebody had been doing burnouts in it. I mean, yeah, and, that's literally what I was about to say. Is that and uh, like he picked it up in particular? He picked it up from one guy, uh, and after after that particular, um, yeah, uh, rental or whatever, uh, it it started burning oil. Mm. So he's like, mm. yeah, yeah. So he got out of that, uh, and it was like. It was close. Like, I almost could have been driving the M3, which would have been sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, Kia Nero hybrid in California. Freaking awesome to get 49 miles to the gallon in California where gas was so like $7 a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? By the airport, it was $7 a gallon. Jesus yep. Christ. We were at, uh, we were at uh, a fair. Uh, last weekend, like a county fair up in Northern Virginia um, that we got tickets through our neighbor to. Lots of cool things for the kids the kid to do. Um, but uh, while we were there, there was a, a local Toyota dealership was like one of the sponsors of the event. And they had one of the new Pre-I out there. Oh, oh man. It looks so they good. They look so good. I hadn't seen one like real. Like I'd seen them yeah. on the road, but I hadn't been like standing next to one before. It is such a good-looking car. They're Tron, that is the Tron car. It's like, beautiful. We finally hit, you know, like, that's the future car. That S- Sandra they saw t- it, and she was like, what is that? I was like, that's the new Prius I've been yeah. telling you about. Yeah. I was like, that's a Prius? I was like, I know. I pointed one out to Joelle in California. She was like, oh, wow. Yeah, we there. There's a non-zero possibility that we may end up owning one at some point. I'm saying. I'm Especially saying. the Prius Prime, where it's, like, you can you gets like sixty miles of EV range. Like she works within like three blocks of our house now. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I um. So 
I w- I honestly wish Vance was here to talk about the Nero with me because he he knows oh. a little bit more about it. Sorry, I was trying to Google it since he started talking about it. The Super GT. Have you seen the Super GT Prius? What is that? It's oh, the, the yeah, the concept car or whatever the is race it the concept. Car? I thought it was. I I thought it was real. I mean, they're. I mean, look at this motherfucker, dude. Oh yeah, God. That, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. <sighs> Man, I. Yeah. yeah. No, that. It's rad. That's good. Yeah, it's Very wonderful. Good. Yeah. Um. We were looking Sorry. at it, and I was trying to compare like back seat space relative to the fit, and I think it's pretty comparable. And then it has like a bit more trunk space because it's like mm. a more slanted hatch. I mean, it's a much it, it is a longer, bigger vehicle than the yeah, fit. It but is. The fit's taller by a, yeah, a fair bit. Yeah, that's the thing is that like the like everything about the Prius, like even though it is longer and bigger, it's still like compacter. Yeah, because of the aerodynamics and shit. Less frontal area. Anyways. It's okay. Uh, I had never driven a hybrid before, um, oh. and it's it's weird. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I I think that in that car, the hybrid system tries to be way too clever. Um, it 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 does really try to make you drive uh efficiently, I guess. So when you when you take off from a traffic light, like. It if you let your foot off the gas, the electric motors start to propel the car, right? And then I feel like you have to press the gas pedal halfway through yeah, the range before yeah. it does anything else. Yeah. And it's like all the other traffic is like flying by me and I'm like, like just go. Um it's very frustrating. Very frustrating to drive. Uh, you really gotta force it to kick that really gotta force engine it to, to do well, anything. I mean and, even I've never driven a Hyundai hybrid, but like even in like the the Toyota hybrids, you know, the, the Highlander, for example, they like the the it feels like the electric motor has one speed up until you're literally like three quarters of the way through the pedal, and then like the electric motor will eventually still continue to accelerate, but it's like the range of the pedal, yeah, just doesn't. It's especially though if you're referring to like an earlier Highlander hybrid, like no, I was they talking don't... about like 22 models and shit, oh, like that I was working on at Enterprise that recent. But like they, they just don't have. They're only good for e full EV mode until like 25 miles an hour, or right? Something. But like they should be good up until 25 miles an hour, and like I think, think that's what you're talking about. Is like you're trying to, yeah, I'm like you know, trying to go, yeah, and it yeah. just wouldn't go, and like. I'm, you know, in my mind, it's like, all right, this electric motor has infinite torque, right? Let's fucking pretty go. much let's do something about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's because it does just doesn't have because it's a hybrid. It does just doesn't have the battery capacity to mm-hmm. really send that much power to it. But that's so, literally unsafe. I think that yeah, I agree. I agree that it's unsafe. Uh, I think that it on, like it has only a couple of of amounts of power that it can send to mm-hmm. the to the wheels at any one time to the electric motors at any one time so it's like you can have this many watts or you can have this many watts or you can have this many watts yeah. and it's like small medium large. Yeah. yeah that's that's almost exactly what i was trying to say like you yeah. know you get uh, for like the first one half of the pedal you get this amount of power yeah and then past exactly. one half to three quarters yes. you get yes you know it's like yes. two or ten. Yeah. <laughs> and and then when you go past three quarters, then the combustion motor yeah, starts. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter. And then it, then it like triples the amount of power that you have. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I feel about like 2001 GM electronic throttle vehicles. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, in addition to that, 
I don't think that. It, so it does regenerate. Regenerate. Oh my goodness. Regenit- <laughs> regenerative. Regenerative. Regenital break. Breaking, but not like actively. Like it just whenever the electric motors are freewheeling, they mm. it sends power back to the battery. But it you can't like turn it up. So like as you start to apply the brake, you're only up doing mechanical braking. You're not like more power to the battery thing, mm. which would have been cool, especially when we were doing you know mountain stuff or whatever but um there's something else oh 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 so when i told you when you take your foot off the the brake the electric motors try to start to propel you when you're coming to a stop if you brake to a stop with decreasing pedal pressure as you should as you should yeah so your passenger isn't like you know <laughs> bucking bucking like crazy in the seat as you should uh, the electric motors try to kick you, kick you forward as you let the off oh. the brake. So now oh, they want to go. I see. Okay. So it's like you, you you're coming to a stop, and then all of a sudden it, it's pulling you. Forward. It feels like it slams a clutch on, and it like tries to tries to kick you, like it's trying to keep the car moving. It it feels that is weird. At the most aggressive, it feels like you're being rear-ended. Because wow. it's being it's been tuned for like the least common denominator driver. Yeah. yeah. It is so frustrating. This is in the drive. Kia, the Nero? Yeah, the Nero. Mm. So frustrating to drive. And uh, like three days into driving it or whatever, we go to dinner with Vance. And Vance is like, how you like in the car? And I was like, <laughs> uh, and he goes, I know! <laughs> Total off topic. I thought the Fit was a good car. Like, I enjoyed driving the Fit. Until I spent 15 hours in it driving to Maine. Mm. And I've never been in more pain in really? my life. Yeah. So recently I've started developing like sciatica oh. issues. I had a, I don't want to well, say. Then I, you need like a real specific kind of seat to like, you, you have to like shop around cars that, to find one that fits you perfectly. And I think the biggest issue with the fit is that it doesn't have cruise control. What? And like my, you don't have cruise control? No, dude. I'm saying this, it is like, we talked about this. It is the most, I don't have map lights, dude. It is the most base fit that you can get. Um, yeah, there there were no features in this fit from factory. Oh wow! Yeah, and like it can't be hard to add it. No, there's got to be. A, it's we, probably like you add a switch and all the wiring is yeah, still there. I'm I'm sure that that's probably true. I have not looked into it. I after the drive to Maine, you know, that was when I was like, all right, I really got to like, you know, figure out how to do cruise control in this thing. I don't want to say that I had like an accident at work, but I was I was unloading a truck at work. It was a, a deuce and a half, like a military truck, which like, you know, they don't put suspension on those things, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the suspension is in the seat, right? Yeah. Like it's a suspension seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no padding in the seat anymore. So like as it dropped off the trailer, like it had like a six or seven inch drop off of the trailer. I literally like, I felt my back go out. Mm. In that moment when it dropped off the trailer. And like, I literally had to lay on the ground for like the next two days, you know, just because I was like, my back was fucked. And ever yeah. since then, I have had sciatica in my right leg, like specifically like yeah. up mm-hmm. towards here. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, you know, and then in the 15 hour trip that I took up to Maine, like that was, that's when it like manifested itself the worst, obviously. So, yeah. and like, so I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, 
I didn't realize really how important like a comfortable seat would be or like how much it would matter to me. And I also just turned 35 mm-hmm. and like, that was the thing that made me feel the oldest, just like how much I desired to be in a comfortable car. Yeah. Just like, God, like, I mean, I would have driven the FC to Maine, you know, 10 years ago. And now I can't even drive like my comfortable cush commuter <laughs> car to Maine. Like, ugh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, That's why I love the seat in the GTI so much. Just like, yeah, that's, that's the seat for me, man. Like, really? I, yeah. I really like the seats in the Forerunner. They're very comfortable. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's, you know, that's I'm like saying. historic. Like, that's like yeah. comfortable yeah. old guy seat is the Forerunner yeah. stuff. But so uh, we put some we put some miles on the on the. Uh, Nero in California, uh, and it did okay. Did okay. Did you use Turo for anything? That's how he got the Nero from Vance. Oh, you ran it from Vance through Turo. I did. We didn't go through Turo. Oh, okay. Because he he just gave me the homie price and sure. You know. I'm I'm renting a car from Turo for the first time uh, in Arizona in December. Yeah. Uh, it's still comically expensive. Yeah. For, oh, really? To, to get a minivan, but yeah. Like I, I checked with Hertz, I checked with Enterprise, I mm-hmm. checked with all of the places. No one in Phoenix the week of Christmas has oh, of course not. has a minivan. Yeah. yeah no. So I had to go Turo and, and it was still like nine hundred dollars yeah. a week. And that's mm. probably nine hundred dollars a week? Yeah. It was like nine with Holy in, with shit. Ins- within it was like six something and then with insurance. It's like nine nine twenty. Damn. I wonder if that's like what do you call it? Like, um, you know how like Uber has like on peak hours they charge. You I don't know. More. I was I was looking at the exact same car like four or five weeks ago just to see, and it was the same price. Wow. Yeah. It's like um, it was like it was like ninety dollars a day plus insurance, which is still honestly like the last time we went to Chicago and rented from I think it was Avis or somebody like that that was at the airport for the weekend. It was nine hundred dollars. Jesus yeah. for a minivan. Why do you why when, do you need a minivan? Uh because it's me, my wife, my kid, her parents, and her brother. Oh, I didn't realize her parents were going. Yeah. That makes sense. When I went to Detroit, you know, it was like a last minute situation. And so like we were like, you know, rushing looking at rental cars through like, you know, you know, Enterprise and just, you know Enterprise didn't even have anything. And then I think we looked at Hertz. Um, or whatever, like the next option was, and you know they were going to be something like sixty or some dollars a day, um, and so we actually reserved that car. But then when I got there, uh, somebody in the airport was telling me about Turo, and I was like, oh yeah, like I, you know, I'd been hearing about it, I never really thought about it at all. So I downloaded Turo there in the airport, and managed to rent a Prius that the dude would like meet me at the airport, like drop the car off at the airport, and for $15 a day. Oh, wow. But That's so cheap. Yes. But the thing that you need to know about Turo, like, you know, Vance, Vance and I have actually been back and forth on this thing a few times because the guy actually ended up trying to come at me for some money. Like, Take all the pictures of the car. Take so many pictures. Yeah. Take so many pictures. And thank God that, like, I had talked to him about it before I picked up this car because, like, you know, I might have... But I don't think that I would have. Yeah, I'm going to take a walk and around video thing, and all of the pictures. This Prius was absolutely a, like the epitome of a pile of shit. Um, like the front bumper was literally being held in with a couple of wood screws when I got it. And immediately as I hit the highway, it came off. 
the the facial oh, not no. the bumper like yeah yeah and so then like three months after I got back like just just a little while ago the dude hit me up for a parking ticket that he said that I got in this thing and I'm like okay. there was no way well yeah and I'm so I'm like all right so can you send me like what do you have to show me for this thing I don't know Turo is basically all I'm trying to say is like like cover your ass you know oh, be, yeah. be smart about it yeah but if you can do it it is a really good option and like it, it saved us hundreds of dollars you know on my trip in detroit but also like just be careful i'm taking you know, every picture yeah. known to man of this car every tire getting the yeah. tire wear getting the miles getting every angle of every corner yeah. of the car there is no limit to the amount of photos that you can upload into like when you pick up the car like they want you to take some photos yeah you can put it like in the trip there's like a trip log yeah. of photos that you can put uh and you know just talk to vance too about it you know just cya dude like you know when I, do you guys remember when I went to Texas a little? Oh yeah, a little while ago, um, I we we couldn't find a rental car. I don't know if you remember this. This whole situation was like really last minute that I had to fly out there, and I was going to like the middle of nowhere. I had to fly into into uh, Oklahoma City, I think. Oh yeah, and then mm-hmm. like drive across Oklahoma into Texas. Um, nobody had rental cars just like impossible to find eventually we found one with like budget or something like that but in the like scramble to try to find one i started sending turo links into the office and i found a c6 z06 <laughs> listing it was like like 400 dollars a day or no something. it wasn't it wasn't that much it was expensive but it wasn't that much i think it was like Maybe like one sixty or something like that. That would be such a great yeah, spend. Like spend a hundred and sixty bucks for a day in a yeah. C six. That yeah. that wouldn't be bad. It'd be sweet. So I I sent that into the office and I was like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just got a frowny face. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, I get on Turo and just like look around at what's at what's in. Is there a lot around which, here? No. No. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. There's not a lot, and it's like. Nothing you really want to drive. It's a lot of lot of old ish Priuses and like Maximas. Ugh. Yeah. Did I tell you we have an Altima at the shop <sighs> that we're putting a turbo kit on? I think I think maybe you did, but <sighs> yeah. If you want to go ahead and tell me. Oh no, there's that. nothing okay. about it. It's just we have an Altima that we're putting a turbo kit on. <laughs> And I feel bad for what we're doing to society by that's by doing so, that. That's so terrible. Yeah. What I mean, it's all customer provided parts. We did not volu- yeah. We did not purchase anything for this car. Of course, it's all. Currently, we're trying to figure out how the hell we're supposed to tune it. I think. So, there's uh, that. Yeah. I think EQTech has like some support for that, but that's about it. That's. I mean. What kind of person even wastes money on that? I, I just and it's it. not even a nice. Not that there is such a thing as a nice Altima, but it's not even a nice Altima. It is f- haggard, haggard. This car, and they're putting a turbo kit on it. I mean, arguably, that makes it a cool car. No, it does not. It kind of does. I promise you. I no. <laughs> it is a pile of garbage. <laughs> but it's like the king of all garbage, which is we were just talking about, like. The best uncool car is a Ultima, cool. There is, it's not. No, I mean, not for an Altima. Altima's a hard argue for sure, but 
It's bad. It's so bad. But it's about to be turbocharged. It's it is turbocharged. It's just bad. Is it like like are we talking about like a quality job? Are we talking about like a the turbo kit's installed well, but the entire rest of the car is a heap of junk. Like it's is, is it falling a good, apart. Is it's it like a, a good turbo kit, or is it like a I don't know. It it works. It doesn't have wires laying around anymore like it did when it came in. We fixed all that, so it's like nice, but like. The car is still a pile of junk. Like everything inside is falling apart. It has fake carbon fiber all over everything. Like it's just it's junk. It's just a junk car. I mean that's that's every Ultima though. So like, I know that's it's so, junk. But but so the, but like what I'm saying I guess is it like is this something that is this cool? Like I mean is is it like a good turbo? Is it a good kit? Like is he trying hard? Is it gonna be? It's I mean it was a sleeper or somebody is it just... somewhere made this kit as an off the shelf like here is a turbo kit for your Nissan Altima. Yeah, so like and was that not... done in China for $200 or was yeah, that done essentially and we okay. f- we fixed it right. to make it less shitty. Well um, then but then it isn't cool. Like that's I guess what I was trying to get to like like no, it's, you... it's not like it's like a super high quality custom job. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of it's just junk. Um but... mighty yeah, Mighty Carmods just did that whole series with the Camry. Have you seen that? I one? haven't watched Mighty Carmods in quite some time, unfortunately. They're doing some pretty cool stuff these days, actually. I think. I mean, they always to, have. I'm really, trying to but... think of the last thing I saw that they did. It was a long time ago. It's been it's been a minute. So, you know, like like either every year or every other year they do a a film promotion. Well, they do a promotion for um, Super Cheap Auto. Super Cheap Auto. Mm. And this year they put the cheapest turbo kit that they could find on the I think it's the two liter Camry. Like the the kit that they got was for the Toyota Scion. They got it from America. Um for the Scion T C. So a two five probably. It, no, it's not a two five in that, is it? In the second gen it is. Second gen's had a two five. I think Does first, it matter? It it kinda. It was it doesn't. No, the answer is no. It doesn't really <laughs> well, matter. But it's if it, a, so that's that was another argument that I was going to make with the Ultima though is that like the two five is I mean that pushes a lot of air. So like a turbocharger could do good on the two five. Sure, Ultima. and this is a V six Ultima. It's a okay. It's a VG thirty or VQ thirty. Yeah. No, it would be I the two point the the VQ two twenty eight. Right, thirty. It might be a VQ thirty five. There's no way it's a point five. Don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. It's a V6. Whatever it is, it's a V6. It's like a... I don't even know what we you have, it is. I'm going... I have like three different yeah, I know conversations in yeah. my mind happening right uh-huh. now. You want to add a fourth? Sure, why not? Y'all played Forza Motorsport yet? No, I no. haven't. No. You know that I don't. I mean, quite honestly, like I haven't even played video games that I bought and set aside time to play. Yeah, like, that's I I don't play video games anymore. Yeah, said the guy who's been playing Starfield quite a bit well, lately, and then also now is starting to get into Forza Motorsport as well. So is there a new Forza? Yeah, for it's it's Forza Eight, but it's just called Forza Motorsport. Gotcha. Um, it has a lot of it. It's real glitchy. Uh, yeah. Like the uh, you know how the quick start feature on the Xbox, where like if you're playing the game, you pause it, you turn the Xbox off, you come back to it, it'll like pick up right where you left off. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't do that. It just okay. crashes every oh, time. Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, That's so what you have to loses re- all your unsaved data. So you have to sure. hard restart your Xbox like every time you mm. want to play the game. Mm. Um, it, it never wants to connect to the server to play, which you have to do to play single player. Um, really so you have dumb. to hard restart your Xbox every time for that. It's great. 
Um, mm-hmm. But the actual game, when mm-hmm. it's working, it's really fun. It's a totally different way to do career pr- progression than they have had done in the past. So it's it's new and interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, they, I like it. Did they finally end up putting the R31? <laughs> I actually don't know. I, I want to say there's been pre-R32 Skylines in previous... Well games other than the Hakusuka. Yeah, there's always been the Hakusuka. Uh, not always, but there well, has I been. Mean, pretty um, pretty universal. Like, Need for Speed has always, like, as long as Need for Speed has been doing Skylines, the Hakusuka's been available. To really? Buy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say that was like Forza 4 was the first one that had the Hakusuka. Um, but a guy that, you know, there's like an American R31 Facebook page, and sure. one of the guys in Texas had one of the first and only uh, R31 GTSR, which, like, they only made 500. Like, this was the sure. the one that they did the races with and shit. Like, that was the, you know, the like the Mark III like Supra the, Type A or whatever it was. Yeah, like, it was like the GT car. Yeah, yeah. That, like, there were 500 made so that they could enter that car into the, yeah. you know, the race series or whatever. Japanese touring car stuff. And Forza actually... Like, whoever makes Forza. Like, they did, like, the laser scanning yeah, and stuff? Yeah, they, they came out there with, like, the whole... They set up, like, 60 cameras around his car. Like, it had to be, like... They came out, like, four different times, and, like, you know, the sun conditions were just, like, never quite right, you know, because they, they needed a lit, you know... Um, yeah. A well-lit, like, side, like, angle from each side of the car. And then hmm. the dude went over it with the big, like, laser thing. And I honestly don't know. I haven't... I haven't... I've only played. I maybe have like four hours into the game, so I'm not that far. I've I've I have I own three cars, so I don't know. I bought Starfield for myself for my birthday, and then went on Facebook Marketplace and bought a Steam Deck for myself for my birthday, so that I could play Starfield when I went to Maine for my birthday. Can the Steam Deck play Starfield? Yes, kinda. And yeah, so that's the thing. I like. Very intentionally did research about playing Starfield on the Steam Deck before I bought either Starfield or the Steam Deck because that was what I wanted the Steam Deck for while I was in Maine. And? And everybody said that, like, Steam would Steam will tell you that it's not verified, which usually means that it's, like, okay, not, but, yeah. like, some features don't work. But everybody that I saw was that was on Reddit or like even on Steam like reviews said that it was totally playable on the Steam Deck, no problem. So I get it. Bring it up there. The first time I booted up, I mean, like the intro thing that you have to do at the very beginning of the game, you're doing it all like in, in the, the dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing it all in the dark, and there is no contrast adjustment on Ooh. the Steam Deck at all. Yeah. I mean, so like it was, it was literally unplayable for me. I, I fell into a hole at one point. <laughs> yeah. And just like, I was, it just was, you know, looking all around everywhere, just couldn't make one bit of difference from one pixel to the next. Right. So, so that's just like a hard, like a, like a screen limitation, not even like a graphics hardware limitation. Just a screen yeah. Limitation. No, like, you know, I, I, I booted into the game and like adjusted all the graphics down a bunch just, you know, to, to get it to be playable. And like I even tried to adjust the contrast in the graphics settings to compensate. But I mean there must be something that I'm missing about the Steam Deck. Cause like other people have been playing the game. I just got really loud all of a sudden. I mean other people have obviously been playing 
Starfield on the Steam Deck. So like other people are doing it fine. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't understand what I was doing wrong. So I just I've yeah. been playing the shit out of Risk of Rain. It's just the Steam Deck is like my Risk of Rain machine. Risk of Rain point. is so good. The second one, I hated the first one. Was, oh, I didn't play the first one. It was a side scroller. Oh, what? Yeah, it was okay. like a pixelated side scroller, and it was not a good game, honestly. So then when like Vance was talking about the second one and like how much he loved it, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. But then I saw that it was like totally different, and now I'm obsessed with it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Pierce, where can people find you on the interwebs? Wherever you want to. <laughs> we have a website, beerandbackfire.com. We love you. We sure you. do. <laughs> Onlyfans.com only slash pureC40. That's... I can't... <laughs> Blame me out, Johnny. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs>